It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 60. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, we get on the deep dungeon hype train. Heavensward Primal Haiku Contest winners. The feast is ending soon. And we have lots of developers' blog and dev tracking. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Ruby, man, what has been going on? Hello, Yelta. It's been two weeks. It has been two weeks. We kind of waited an extra week because there was, like, no news. It was just kind of dead air. Pretty, pretty quiet. Dead yeah. air. But now we're getting some news. We're getting on the hype train for the Deep Dungeon, so we're going to delve into that shortly. But what did I do over the last two weeks? I actually played, of course, almost every day. Um, yeah. There's still stuff to do. There's still lots to do. So um, first, in the world of scripts, because that's kind of been my thing, I, um, gosh, I think I'm leaving some stuff out here that I wrote in my notes, but I ended up getting my full Weaver's, um, what is it, Bolt Keep set. So I used the blue scripts and I got the full, the full meal deal. I got the body, the gloves, all the above. And I had the Bolt Keeps tool, but I capped red scripts last and this week. So now I have the augmented Bolt Keeps tool. Uh, yeah, the needle, yeah. So um, I'm doing well with that. I still need to pick up the Camphor Wood uh, offhand, which is the three-star one. And there's there's no way I'm making that. So I'm <laughs> waiting for it to drop. And I've been seeing it on Excalibur. Like The lowest I saw was like 1.75 mil, which I, I can afford that. But it goes as high as like 2.5 mil, and I'm not I'm not going to pay that extra for it. So... I'm going to check again here probably midweek, next couple of days, because it, it seems like the price is, well, no, I may check in the weekend, because the prices go up during the middle of the week, and they'll go down That's during the weekend. That's what it feels weekend. like, yeah. So I'm going to yeah. wait again, but I'm going to keep my eye on it, because every once in a while, somebody gets desperate, and they drop the price real low to get something off of their hands. I know I do that. I'm an undercutter. I'm awful at it. <laughs> you awful person. I am a horrible, horrible person. At least I don't steal gear in the uh, Weeping City, Yalta, so, you know, don't give me shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I do? So I, I did the I did the red script thing. I think I did the blue script thing too for crafting and got that that ball rolling. I got blacksmith to sixty. Finally, the blacksmith's done. All both books done. All my all my jobs, my my disciple of hand jobs, have their um at least their one, two, and three books, and then like the demi materia and, and the glamour book. Um, I think I still need the four on like two other books, but that's just like a day of blue script crafting or whatever. I just don't want to burn out. The blue script thing just goes forever and every Yelta, and I just don't. Uh -huh. You just can take a whole day and just burn yourself out. You go harvest mats, and then you come back and you craft, and then you go harvest more mats, come back and craft, and it's just it gets real tedious. That's a Sunday thing for me. Once a just week, just very, very. I see you all day Sunday on, but you don't want to run anything. You're always like. I just got my bolts keep whatever. Well, <laughs> or I have to go gather logs. You know, the reason I do that is because I want to progress and stuff. We, we've we been doing Nid, Nidhogg and uh, we've been doing other battle content and stuff. And some days you have good and some days you have bad. But I tell you what, if I work on those red scripts, I know at the end of the week I get those 450 and I'm done. So, mm -hmm. you know, like it's it's a controllable that I feel successful at the end of the week by doing and I like it. So I was doing the Moogle stuff too, and I got my Moogles. Like I think I'm like level four or five now. Moogles. If I'm not level five, I'm pretty close to it. <laughs> so I'm I'm digging the Moogles. 
Um, I'm digging, you know, that you can trade the nuts for some of those uh, relic items. So that's, I'm working on that. I'm going to work on that. I got inspired by somebody who's on this podcast. So I'm going to finish my relic someday. And uh, what else? What else? Um, so I worked on that weaver. I made some minions. So I was cleaning out my uh, retainers. Yalta, oh, yeah. And I realized I had 11 orb and an ice tier. I think, mm -hmm. and I was like, shit drops, no, wait, these with a blood pepper can be made into the minions, so I bought a couple blood peppers, they dropped, they've dropped significantly, I think they're I, reasonable, yeah, I think, I, I think I spent 100k on both, oh, that's uh, not a piece, bad. so, you know, 200k together, yeah. and, um, and then, uh, crafted some stuffs, so I made the minion for both of us, took some cute pictures and put them on Twitter, and, they're so cute, and I was so insane. well, Sin is in love with Garlic Beard, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and uh shiva's shiva's my my woman so <laughs> i had i had to have that frigid frigid woman by myself oh my god um so that was fun um what else what else worked on my summoner yelta i'm proud of my summoner this week so summoner i was in uh i had it was at ia 118 and then I went to Stone Sky C, and I was doing Nidhogg EX, and I got it down to like 2%. One time, I think I got 1%. So went, bought a couple lore items, um, got to uh, I-220. Super easy. Can beat it. I'm good. I'm good on Summoner. Too bad I suck at Summoner. Like, I can do it on Stone Sky C, but, you know, go. let's get into a real-world environment and see how I do. But I was, uh, I was pretty happy with that, so I beat the dummy there. Uh, like white mage, I think I got, I think I got it geared up. I'm like 233 or 232 or something ridiculous now. So I don't even care anymore about it. Mm -hmm. Um, lure is all for summoner and whatever else at this point. So I took my super geared white mage into Nidhogg EX. Still can't clear it, but I think the night that we ran together, we got to 23%. And then I watched Sina run it, who cleared it. Um, and she did amazing. I think she's cleared it like three times by now, but I watched her do it so many times that like, I got it. I'm, I'm good. Yep. The whole Sable price thing. I got it. It's just, it's just one dance out into the corner, out back in. I saw a couple of ways that people did the, um, the second Sable price. You know how we tuck in the corner? Yeah. You know, we go in that corner and then you kind of inch out, inch out to the first set of balls and you inch out a little bit to the underneath the dragon and then spread out to the legs. Cinna's last group, they stacked it center whenever it went, the, the, sable, the third sable price went out. They stack on B, which is under the dragon. They stack underneath okay. it. They bait the, uh, the black puddles, step out, step back in, and they oh. just eat the um, hot tail. Hot tail. Yeah. And I'm finding I heard, that most people are just eating hot tail. You know, it's not even worth it. I think the hot tail thing drops off by the time the. the um, Akamorn goes out, and even if it doesn't, your healer should be good enough to do that. It's better than getting hit by the Sable Price. Right. You know, if you get hit by the Sable Price, you're done. If you get hit by the Hot Tail, you got a small dot, and you're weak to fire damage. You know, it's it's just worth it to take the Hot Tail. If you, if you have to take something, take the Hot Tail. So anyway, I watched her do the Out and In. Whether or not we do that, I, you know, that's remains to be seen but there's there's optional ways to do that last part so i very much see that clear in the future but you know i podcast with a very amazing person who uh gets above 
and beyond me at times. And Yelta, I'm going to let you talk about your amazing, <laughs> I guess, really two weeks that you've had since we last podcast. So take it away, Yelta. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did all the normal stuff, capping tomes and getting your weekly drops, that kind of thing. I was scrambling, though. I didn't realize till not last week, but the week before, I didn't realize how much I was missing. Right. So I think we've talked before how when the last tombstone came out, we all did our seven weeks of farming and got our weapon. And then a lot of us just were like, well, what now? So I wasn't capping and wasn't capping. I didn't realize that I like have like still like a Gordian neck piece. Some other My accuracy was not sufficient to do Nidog. So I, I did some scrambling there. It got all melded up and everything. I don't remember what my eye level is at this point, but it's it's pretty decent. It's pretty respectable. Um, then last night, uh, somebody's like Baldandy. Baldandy's uh, new to our free company, and they have been so much fun to play we with. Love you, Baldandy. We love you, Baldandy. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, they're like coming to this Nidog, and I'm like, okay, and it's like a farm party. In fact, one guy who was AFK, they're like, um new person bonus <laughs> they just kept raising me the whole time i know the whole i know everything until that last phase where it's all the sable prices and stuff and i and conceptually i know from looking at a graph and i've we've we, we and ourselves our group has done it enough that gotten there enough where i started getting a feel for it but not not super good and uh they they had to raise my poor corpse a few times but we did clear two or three times i can't remember now i may have been day drinking yesterday <laughs> but um so yeah i i did get through nidex i don't really consider it a clear though it was such a carry they had been farming and they just got me in and i can hold my own till the end of that fight but well there's an and i just shit the there's bed an amazing thing that happens though when you've seen a fight to the end like when you get to an enrage or something everything clicks so you know even even the opportunity of seeing a fight all the way through and watching the rotation a couple of times whether you're on the floor you're up or whatever I really feel like that gives any any player enough experience. If you're watching, you know, you didn't get up and get a pop and a no, no, you have to sit there. You kind of have to watch, pay attention, and and say, okay, if I was with the rest of the group, I would do this. I would get there. And then when you finally see it, then when you go back and watch the video and read the guide, you're like, oh. Well, that last phase, like you said, is just this super scripted dance with not even really. What's the only thing random in it? There's not. What? what there's not. There's it's no what, random in that like last nothing, phase. Nothing. It's it's very much exactly. You know, I just just have to do the dance right and keep up the DPS. Well, that's why I think Nidhogg EX is an easier fight than Sephiroth because there's Sephiroth has this thing that if you don't angle your body in the right way, you're gonna get knocked off an edge or something. I'm not really a big fan of these get knocked off the edge type fights. Because I just, there's just all these blowbacks and knockbacks and knocks ups in the air and slide your hand off the thing or I'm going to shatter you off the, that's bullshit, man. Just give me, give me a normal fight. But in, in Nidhogg, you don't have that fear of falling off the edge. It's, it's more like Ravana, but without the gum off the edge bullshit. Like you have yeah. this dance, you know where you're supposed to stand, you assign your position out and in and up and down and te- the tether and da da da. And even when I was watching Cinna do hers, I found some stuff that I felt like I could do better. Like when we bait, the healers bait the, uh, 
huddle to the corner and then we run south and most groups I've seen do this. The the healer runs south, the the tank picks up the tether and then kind of runs back to the north with it. But what I as a healer was not doing is when when my puddle drops after that, after the tether's picked up, I tend to run back towards the tanks to the north. But I was watching other healers do it and they run to the center, I think to get that like that one medica or something that's Mm -hmm. on the, the Yelta, I don't get this, but every time I see the fighter, I'm in that, and I get to that part, two DPS die. Every fucking time. <laughs> two DPS die. Every time. In our groups and other groups, I ran with an extra group yesterday. Like, I was farming. I was gathering mats, and then I was like, oh, uh, there's a group up. Let me join. And we did it four times, and they collapsed afterward. Not my fault, but um, same thing. Two DPS die every time. I don't know if it's because a DPS that has the puddle thinks they have to stack on the tower too, or if somebody just stands and then gets hit by the gerskurl or whatever it's called, or or what. But I'm thinking if I as a healer maybe run to the center after that part, maybe I could get that medica out or something that can help these two poor DPS, whichever random two they may be, stay off the ground. So, well, Well, that that fight has a lot of. tweaks you can do like that it seems like and like you know as a black mage if i'm moving i'm not casting right, right? so I, I i think there's lots of parts where i could be moving less or move back in sooner and be casting that kind of thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm still figuring it out and uh you can it's like all the rest of the fights though pretty much just don't panic and i think that's what happens is i get to that last phase and i'm like Everything is exploding in my face, and I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. So that was what I did. Uh, I did join a separate. Uh, it was a learning party, but I was feeling kind of chill, and they had a healer slot open. And I've never healed anything hard, and I joined. And I'm like, my main's black mage, you know. But they were starting pretty much at the beginning. Well, they made it to the storms came up. So they, you know, we we did it and they learned and we did it and they learned. That one's pretty fun to heal. Yeah, that, that one's not to bad. Where I it's was. AOE yeah. hell, but yeah. Well, and it was a. I was a white mage and we had a scholar. So we very much just kind of. They're just so nice together. It's pr- probably a well played astrologian is too. I just don't know. You know, I see a lot of astrologians and they want to go into the healer stance and that's great, but. I miss that shield sometimes. I think in a fight like mm-hmm. Bidhog EX, like especially when the, um, not necessarily the dive bomb, but when he dives and then four random players get hit with the thing, It's I think it'd be nice to have more shielding at that point instead of the reactive, right. I got to get this cure out. You know, I got to get four cures out or I got to get a medica out. So yeah, I, I miss the scholar in that aspect or the, the shieldy astrologian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I did also yesterday, yesterday I played all day. Um, I went, I joined a, a pony farm and they, these were pretty new people. I think they, they, but, but you do all these fights in two minutes now. So I was using it as a nightmare farming party where I did see one drop, but I only rolled a 36 and someone else got it. I did get a couple of like the faded music and whatever, but I have all because we were doing if written Garuda and Titan and they were going to go on to some other ones, but um, I didn't want to. So I so I have seen Nightmare drop again. Did not get it. We need to do that. Yeah, we, we got to do go that. We, we have people farming. who cannot move on until we get that stuck. done. Stuck. Stuck. Stuck in a rut. Can't get birds until we get Nightmare. So we got we to gotta work on that. And I don't think they've adjusted that Nightmare rate. That Nightmare it's, rate is still a really low. 
It's just the fights are shorter and we can destroy it. And you don't have to have eight people to do it if mm -hmm. you don't want a lot against eight people. When we had eight people, and I actually enjoyed having eight people because there were enough people who wanted other ponies mm -hmm. that Beldandy went with me for that too. Um, there, there was enough people that needed the other ponies that we kept doing them over and over again. Now, of course, I'm decent in every drop and I'm, you know, getting music and all that kind of stuff. Um, I also got my eye level 210 relic on black mage you know i said i was never gonna do it and then all of a sudden i had pretty much all the unidentifiable stuff well, you looked up and, and you were like so... lacking a bone and you were gone. <laughs> no, i actually tried two times this week or, or might have been late last week where i'm like oh well i got all these beastman currency and oh my god i can just buy all these things and and then i needed like one more on Friday or Thursday or something. So I went and got my 210 relic. Now I need the aether oil and I should have been running shit the whole time. You know, and I kept, well, I guess I was buying um, unidentified, unidentifiable items with my tomes too. So I couldn't have been spending them on aether oil. But you only need five and I have one. So I guess five weeks, yeah, five weeks of tower or a couple weeks of tower and, uh, and and farming tomes but yeah i might as well just keep on going it's so doable so. though that's not i thought oh, it was yeah. gonna be like 10 times or 20 times but only five times huh five, five. well it's because it's five oils and you can get one a week if you have the if you have the uh uh quest now mind you this is old crystal tower labyrinth the agent's world of darkness which doesn't fucking pop true but so uh I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a good day to do that. If people do that on the weekends or, you know, people used to do like tower climbs on Sunday. Yeah, and there was a Facebook group for Excalibur server. I think was running them on mm -hmm. Sundays at one time. So I don't know if that's a thing, but maybe. Let's see. I got nothing to report for crafting and gathering because I pretty much ignored it. Oh, and I, oh, for the relic, I just went to the market board and bought all the items. They were all relatively cheap. Yeah, they're cheap now. I've been yeah, trying to sell so. some because I can actually make yeah. them now and they won't sell. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know if if I bought any from you, but were you were you putting them up a stacks of four? No, because all of them were stacks of four, and I'm like I only need one, but I bought four of all four of them. Gross. Whatever. I know. I I thought about reselling it, and I think I might just leave them in my inventory for other relics. Or if they if they nerf that unidentifiable to a smaller number of each, I will go through and get all, more relics. They need they need to nerf that. It's out of line for the rest of the quest. Well, let's be honest. Is this weapon even worth using in any no. endgame content? No, it's a it's, it's a garbage. It's, it's glamour. And we're I, about to I do get like the way it looks. we're about to get another glamour if this deep dungeon stuff works out mm -hmm. with the glowy weapon. Now I don't, we don't know how long that's gonna take, but that's you know, more more weapon glamour. I just think relics should be a little easier than than how it is for what it is. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna make it more powerful, maybe so. But I don't. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I, we did more treasure maps. We had another map party night. I think that was like the first night I played with Bell Dandy. Yeah, that was like two Saturdays oh, yeah. ago. That was fun. Yeah, was that was fun. Um, I'm, I'm I'm hoping I have a whole ton of maps again, so I I need to do. I'm that. hoping we can get Zante to the uh, seventh room. Every time we take airship oh, Captain Zante, he, we we. We never get anywhere, and then he goes, well, peace out, guys. I got to go. And the next map is Seventh Room. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of shitty for him because I've had such good luck. I've been incredibly lucky. Um, 
So, oh, oh, my last note was that we added someone to the free company, Belle Danny, yes. who has uh, sent us messages before. So welcome. Thank you for joining us, and I hope we're not boring you to death. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, that was, I think, that that was a lot, I guess. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I played a lot. So. That's good. That's good. All right, you listeners, you can shoot the shit with us on our website. Go to gtffxiv.com and leave us a comment. The first round. News. News, news, news. There is only one thing I want to talk about. There is one focus. <laughs> deep dungeon. Oh, the my deep God. Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's coming out. That patch is 3.35. It's coming on Tuesday, July 9th. 19th. I'm a big old, 19th. I'm sorry. 19th. And I'm a big old crazy person. I took the day off. It's good. And I wish I could. I, I work all next week. I don't even get <sighs> a day off next week. You're taking my day off next week. Taking your day off. Maybe you could be sick. You know what's you know what's really sucks is by the time I get home, Yelta's gonna have a glowy weapon. What am I gonna well, do? Well, and I don't. I, I, we have to go back and find that. There's an interview somewhere they talked about how long it was gonna take to get all the way through, and they I don't know. They were like three hours or something, and I'm like, but does that mean you charged up your? Is it a three hours a weapon? We don't know yet. But uh, let's see. Uh, the first thing we have is this is a Heaven's Ward. Oh, it's a news topic. Deep Dungeon Palace of the Dead preview. And they show us again that those great screenshots of that neat little UI. I don't even I don't even know what's going on. I, I don't I don't think you have items in the traditional sense in here. Your team has these items. Love the little 8-bit dragoon. Yeah. So this stuff is cool. I, in this one, we might have covered before, but we're kind of throwing all things together because we got a lot of deep dungeon news this past couple of weeks. So, you know, this is a, kind of a recap of what we've seen before with the cool icons and stuff where they show us a little bit of the dungeon and the glowy weapons. But I really like the way that this UI looks. Once again, it's got that iconic Final Fantasy look because it's kind of got that dark blue outline reminiscent of like Final Fantasy 4 or 5 and then you've also got these icons that to me remind me a lot of uh, 1.0 because of the circular uh, icons and then even in the top right of these pictures you've got this symbol that looks like Nofica symbol and um, just icons that remind me of the 1.0 content and um, with all the goodness of you know 2.0 plus 3.0 yeah, it looks like it looks like we all get a weapon and armor. It's not a physical item. I think the items, I don't even I think some of those have numbers by them so they can get multiples. You know, and then the little that little randomly generated map. I'm really hoping that's really ra- really random. Me too. Yeah. The the glowy weapons are cool looking. They're very simplistic. I well, one of the other ones had let me find it. One of the other ones had um a better picture of, might have been the next one, how low can you go? Oh, I think we covered this one too already. But, um, yeah, they show the weapons and, like, the bard weapon. It looks slightly green. And the, um, the black mage weapon is slightly purple. And the monk hands are slightly yellow. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think they're so neat. Well, and what I really like is this, um, this bow. Because it doesn't look like the bow harp. This isn't the uh, <laughs> this isn't the barcher. This is an archer's bow. This is a very simplistic bow. I, I they must take. I don't know if this is an actual like 
design that's already in the game and they made it glowy or they built a new simple design because I don't recognize the Black Mage's staff. See, and that looked familiar to me. Okay, and maybe it is yeah. because, but with the glow, since you don't get any detail, it's mm -hmm. hard to tell what weapon it is or what skin it would be. Um, but I really like the simplistic design of it. It just seems easy. Now, whether they expound on that, like they get bigger like a relic would do. But for this, I just, I really like it. I would like to take this simple weapon with its glow out on the field. I think it's neat. For sure. So let's see. We had a couple of uh, developers blog. We had a developers blog. How low can you go? I think we covered that already. And then we had the deep dungeon palace of the dead footage, which we've talked about. They show uh, the last last little lady. I think mm -hmm. that's like the Edda <laughs> teaser. Yeah, I think. The Edda teaser. Yeah. Well, and they've confirmed it too, right? They said, okay, so you can go in there at level. 17 or was it 15 i don't remember 17. and 17 and they're like but you might want to actually play through till you do tamtara hard it's like well why mm -hmm. oh well, i think we know i think we know why because the bitch fell over the edge exactly S spoilers Land bitch fell over the edge. <laughs> landed here i suppose although like something does look different about her like that's it, it does the jaw look, or something yeah. looks different there's something that's that's different about etta's model here if, if this is actually etta's model or some variation thereof so um well and i thought it looked older uh -huh. right Edda seemed like a little girl this is like some sort of demon Edda or ghost well, i'm Edda. sure she's know. possessed she is long gone and maybe this ties in a lot better with the void because you know we're we're in this void arc cycle with uh wandering power uh weeping city and then you've also got the same void dude spoiler alert you got the same void dude that was in there that's in uh the, the hard mode like the green dude the serpent looking dude so, oh, yeah. you know, there's some tie-ins with all these kind of evil void people. And here comes Etta again with some, some void stuff. And uh, and clearly this is a veer on her shoulder. I mean, this right. is, you know, if you know any of Etta's story, that's that's a veer. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking for what happens to her. I love, I love Etta's background. I love the story. And I love that they gave her some prominence. I mean, all this time we've come up from 2.0 and we really had this, this ongoing dialogue about really a side character, kind of, kind of the way that they did um, the Man of Mystery, our, our Inspector of Entry. Yeah. You know, uh, Hildebrand. Hildebrand. So... I think they've done some really cool stuff lore-wise with this, and I hope they do more. I, I don't know what character they'll pick out, you know, to do more with. Maybe mm -hmm. Corey Boulder or one of those guys, but I would, I'd love to see more stuff. Well, and you run, I've been playing alts, you know, and I, you do run into a lot of new adventure NPCs, you know, so... It's uh, it'd be interesting to see kind of where they came from, or maybe some other people. There's people who were like in the Crystal Braves and stuff, and they came. You know, we, we don't know what a lot of people are doing, and you know, maybe other side characters, even from class or job quests. It doesn't even have to be main scenario quests, or you know, we. Well, we we've proven with our positive feedback from the Moogle quests, we want to know what these guys are up to. Right. Mm. We want to know their past. We want to know what they're doing now. And who doesn't love a good, you know, absorbed by the void and corrupted. And, you know, is there anything you can do for her? Or are you just or is she just 
purely evil and demonic she now. lost to the void. Mm-hmm. So we do have a dev tracking. Deep Dungeon, who will you take? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think this is the big so, stuff. This is some this is some good nuggets that we have yet to cover. And this is a, uh, I don't know, the one post is by Zexos. Oh, it's the, the one on the lodestone or the one on the forums. So Zexos uh, gives us a sneak peek kind of of how it's all going to be. So the developer's blog entry, you know, talks about it. But then he goes into uh, some of the more you know mechanical things about it, like... Uh, you can join by a fixed party or a matched party. There's some associated pictures to that. I can't read the. Okay, so so we have two save slots, and they and they've given us pictures of this of, of save slot one. This is it's on floor eleven, level fourteen gladiator, and it shows a little party all of their really awesome icons. Adorable. Uh, adorable. So you can enter with a currently formed party, and there aren't any restrictions on you know number of participants or roles. What does that mean? Can you? But it's format content, right? Format content. Well, no, this. you can't take six people, but you can take four DPSs oh, well, or four tanks or four healers yeah. if you want. So players can make a group with up to four players to enter. Oh, that's right. This is something we can do solo or three or two people mm-hmm. also. So, uh, so when continuing with a fixed party, every party member name needs to have the same save data saved. Mm. So you have two save slots, and if we're going to go with a static or some sort of set. You need to keep that save slot. We're going to come back to this. Um, you can also enter via a matched party. What's the little image on that one? Oh, it's it's, it's the little monk with three question marks. Yeah. So uh, so the matched party is, is, is similar to Duty Finder. It's going to put you together with other people. And uh, in addition to this, you'll also be able to group up with players who have the same save data, data in the matched party mode beforehand. See, a lot of that, I'm not sure. It's going to match. Is it going to match you? With new people, I'm assuming if they haven't all been to the same floor, you can't get matched with them. Will it match you with someone lower? Yeah, that's what that. I don't know what the answer to that one is. To me, when I read this, as we continue reading, it looks to me like it's just the same floor, which is part of the issues that we may have with this content. But I'll let you keep reading. All right. So uh, moving on to the save file, players will be able to store up to two save data. This can be either fixed party or matched party mode data saves. You can have two of the same type of modes as well. In addition to this, you can also convert a fixed party data into a matched party save data. Hmm. By converting it, you'll be able to group group up with players who are on the same floor as you. However, please note that once the data is converted from fixed, you will not be able to revert it back. Hmm. Okay. You will be able to reset the save data as well. Resetting the data will reset your level and progression. We anticipate this feature will be utilized in the following manner. When players get stuck on progression, they can take advantage and try to improve their equipment via earlier floors the next time round. The status of equipment upgrades for Deep Dungeon, and this is in red, guys. The status of equipment upgrades for Deep Dungeon specific gear will be carried over even if the save data is reset. Oh. So I don't know if that's the armor and the weapon. I, I, they focused a lot on the weapon, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming however far we progress with our weapon, I, it sounds like we can't lose that. But I, I can't tell. But it seems like you can't. So uh, then the last bullet point is, upon completing all floors, players can start over from the first floor by resetting to release the save spot. Okay. So this is pretty deep stuff. I hope you're... St- I'll, I hope you're looking forward to patch 3.3. That's 5. almost a Kamate joke. 
Yeah. Oh, and this only has 40 likes. Do people not like Oh, posts? let me go ahead and like it. 41. Oh, can do it. Okay, thank you. It was bothering me. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so while this is very interesting, it, it does leave a lot to be... There, there's some yield signs. Yeah. Uh, things that are like, mm, danger, maybe. And the cat the is scared. The baby cat too. has some apprehension about this. So yes. I, if I could translate baby cat, I feel like baby cat has an issue with this, number one, with converting the fixed data to the matched party data. Because with this fixed party thing, I, I guess to go back to another point that you made, um, the, fixed, the fixed data only works for your fixed party. You can't play with other people. You can't do anything else. You're stuck with your fixed party, which is fine. I mean, that's my set. I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be you, me, I don't know, yeah, Frey yeah. and Senna, something. Right, yeah. right. Like, we'll have a four, and that's fine. Except I can't sub in any of my other free company or friends on that four. But I guess that's what I'll have a matched party group for. So I guess that's why they give you two slots. But I feel like two slots really isn't enough. If you have one that can be fixed, maybe you want two different match. I don't know. But that being said, with the matched party thing, I feel like the other apprehension is, are you only stuck with people on the same floor? What happens if you're trying to conquer 50 and there's not a lot of people on floor 50? Or when you have 200 floors, you're going to have people on floor 198 and floor on 76 and floor on 50 and floor whatever. So, I mean, is, is it going to be that? Or will it give you like that floor up to five floors down which we don't really have there's no reading between the lines it's very black mm. and white here by converting you'll be able to group with players who are at the same floor as you that's pretty black and white so i don't i don't know if if it's mistranslated or not completely clear or whatever um i do like the part that you can reset your stuff i feel like there is a new game plus type element to that where with at least the weapon, and we may assume the armor as well with that, that if you get to floor 10 and you're just not doing well, reset it, start over, have a couple upgrades already to that weapon, and go through floors 1 through 10 again, and hopefully you can beat the boss this guy around. And, and that seems very Final Fantasy to me, yeah. right? If I can't beat the, the giant, I go back and grind the... the you know, the earth cave until I have the XP and the drops and the money and get some upgrades and that, that might be cool. Well, how many are we rolling out with 50? Yeah. Is it 50, 50, is floors. It 50 floors? Right. So, um, I, I think, I think, I don't know. I think I, I'm going to have to just have one save file. That's for our set, whatever set I, we, we come up with. And then, you know, then one for match, but you're right. I, I worry about, what about day two? You yeah. and I and Sin and Frey, for example, make a fixed party and we're like, oh shit, we got to the 10th floor. Uh, let's play some matched party. Let's say you've got to go, Yelta. And the rest mm -hmm. of the other three of us are like, well, let's start a new save file with a matched party. That sounds cool. So we do that. And then on day, you know, day two, me and Sin and Frey are on floor seven of the matched party. You're on the fixed party, but your matched party is nil. And then, like, the next day, me and Cinna play, and we get to floor 10, and then the next time around, you're back, or Frey's back, or Cinna drops, or whatever. We are all mismatched at that point, mm -hmm. and I can't go back. Yes, you guys are my set. We will probably go back to my fixed party, but what about my free company? What if I want to play with somebody else in my free company, or two other people, or three other people, or whatever? This matched party thing scares me with the same level thing. 
for the reason I can't play with my free company on the same floor if there's no variance, like an up or down, plus or minus four or three floors. Uh, and then with the rest of the world, especially when you got up to 200 floors, it just seems too massive. Maybe by then, though, there'll be the right tweaks and stuff, because we're only getting the, getting these 50 at the rollout. Right. So what are your thoughts? Well, uh, well and then the, the other part that makes me wonder is, is it set up like this because it's too easy for it to matter? Mm. Right. So if you and Cinna are already on floor 10, I just join some other party and in an hour get up to floor 10, dump that party and come join you. Could be. How, right. Is it now we know that this is not hardcore end game or even mid core. This is they're they're not really going for this. It's more casual kind of content like like treasure maps that there's nothing really there's nothing really challenging about treasure maps they're just fun and I'd, I'd be okay with that but this is like i still want a little a little bit of uh, well, i'm not going to get it though this is not going to be hard and it's i think not. that's what's going to happen i think that's what's going to happen is we'll we'll like all can play at the same day and we'll be like oh well i was only on floor 20 anyway so i'll just start over with you bingo i think you hit it this whole reset thing I think the difficulty is going to be pretty lax and resetting isn't going to be that big of a deal. If you're like on floor 40 and you're just like, man, I can't find people to do it or I just want to make, I want to get this weapon thing done and I could finish to 15 reset or I could just start over now and get it to 15. I'll have the glowy by the time I get there the second time around. Let me just go ahead and reset or something to that mm -hmm. nature. There's going to be reasons to reset and by giving two reasons at the bottom of the post that say, you might want to reset for these two reasons. I think they want us to do the resets. Yeah. And that's why I'm wondering exactly what carries over. Uh, the status of equipment upgrades for deep dungeon specific gear will be carried over. So even if the save data is reset. So now I'm assuming that somewhere like, like my black mage staff, I'm assuming that that uh, data is saved and it doesn't matter which of my save files I use and how many times I reset them. I'm assuming that it's like farming light. Just the more I play it, mm. the more it gets more stronger and stronger. That kind of makes sense because right? if the glowy weapon gets a brighter glow, then it really is like farming light. <laughs> Literally. Interesting. I just, yeah. And I just, I, I do worry though that I, again, one of my biggest sadnesses was that this was balanced around four players again. Yeah. And I'm like, so it's me and three others, and even eight man would have been, you know, because we could like treasure maps. We sometimes are in there with four, five, six, seven, eight, right? And if Zante has to log off, we don't have to sit in a party finder. We don't have to, you know, yeah, we might put out, we got to, you know, you might pop into Link Shell chat or something. Uh, got a space, anybody want to come? But, you know, for the most part, you can drop in or out and not feel bad about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting the vibe that this is going to be easy, mm -hmm. but and going to be easy to drop in and out. And maybe, you know, the save files aren't going to matter that much. I don't know. Well, and, and on that note, that's why I'm like, well, why couldn't you make four, six, eight or a four to eight variance? Because all you got to do is maybe throw one or two extra mobs if you had six people or two extra mobs if you have eight kind of do a variance based mm -hmm. on the difficulty versus the number of people, or if it's really that easy anyway, just kind of make it a little on the tougher side. Like, we're able to go into um, the map stuff, Yelta. We would, we're Aquopolis, doing the yeah. Aquapolis, and we're doing four people. 
in that. I've done yeah. four people and gotten to room seven with you, I think. And it's like not that. I mean, we're capped at 180. It, it's not like we're just superhumans. It really isn't that difficult. You spread, you know, you spread out, you do your attacks, you know, da, 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 and that's really it. And so if the difficulty is not going to be super duper hard, maybe it's a little harder than the Aquapolis. I don't know. But I still feel like there's some room there for six man. Con- I miss six man content for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, and this is part of it is me. I've been reading about other MMOs, new and upcoming ones and people, you know, being nostalgic about old ones. And, you know, six was such a nice number. I'm not being necessarily 11 nostalgic, but I just feel like there's some room. Like, remember the 15 man content for the, you know, besieged <laughs> and stuff, not besieged, yeah. but whatever it was called at the time uh, out in the, in the camps. In 1.0. And so, like, I, I miss that there's some variance there. Like, if you can do something that says it's a little more difficult if you add more people, I feel like that they're trying to work that out. So here's the here's a point that I want to make, because I was talking about this at length with, with Airship Captain Zante the other night, and we covered a lot of this stuff. It, it was when this came out, this dev tracking, and he and I covered a lot of this stuff, and we had the same fears, Yelta, uh, about the save files and all that stuff. But one thing we kind of hit on, and this was like, it was like a eureka, like a light bulb moment. But we kind of think that the deep dungeon has a secret, a true nature. We believe that the true nature is a test server. Now hear me out. In the deep <laughs> dungeon, in the deep dungeon, they can do whatever. Like they can put, uh, and I think they may have even mentioned this, putting augmentations on weapons. Like, this is a place they could do that. It's an experimental they can, testing they ground. Can experiment they can experiment with putting haste on a weapon or putting, putting anything or by touching these little things. It gives you abilities, maybe a haste, maybe a refresh, maybe other things that have not yet been implemented in the game. And on low-level content, you can kind of work out how does this affect the abilities? How's the balancing work on this? Maybe it's a train wreck. Maybe it works wildly successful. But this is a game within the game. Because once you come out of the deep dungeon, it doesn't affect the rest of the world. You know? It's not affecting the dungeon content or the primal content or end-game stuff. So you can fuck with whatever you want in the deep dungeon, Yoshida. You can tweak or do whatever. And we can test it for you. And then you can bring it out just like your glowy weapon, Yelta. Once that bitch has come to fruition, you can carry it out of the deep dungeon and release it onto the rest of Eorzea. (laughs) So I honestly believe that there are things that they will implement in the deep dungeon that may crawl its way out of the deep dungeon to the rest of the game if it's successful. Well, and that aside, and that's an excellent point because you're right. It's its own kind of little bubble universe, right? It nothing. It doesn't affect anything outside of it, other than eventually you can take a weapon out, and as long as that weapon isn't like some sort of godly, you know, game-breaking weapon. And it won't be because you know how safe they play oh, it. Yeah. But they could, but they could play a little bit fast and loose in here because there's no carryover. No one's gonna take something out of there and be like, "Well, I have regen and refresh and uh, thirty-second shields every time." You hit me, and I do double attacks. You're not going to take that. To and that might be awesome on day. a level 20. That might be the thing that <laughs> saves you on a level 20 character. But you're right. You wouldn't be able to bring that out. Well, that, and if this is fun, and that's the kind of, you know, fun is overlooked sometimes. And I sometimes forget about it myself. And my endless quest for a higher eye level and more spell speed, and you know, 
if it's fun and if it's creative and if it's interesting and I, you know, I hope even if it's not super challenging, if it's a little bit challenging, who's to say that this is not just version one of the deep dungeon. You'll notice that this is the deep dungeon palace of the dead. That means that there could be a deep dungeon, you know, you know, spooky castle, deep dungeon. Yeah. (laughs) Deep dungeon at his bedroom. (laughs) You know, and and who's to say then that they couldn't make eight man parties or who's to say we can eventually, let's say a year from now, we have deep dungeon, something bigger where, where it's like 24 man and we all have to be doing, you know, three parties have to be doing reasonable stuff in different areas, you know, whatever. Honestly. Could be fun as fuck. You know, I, I, and as tentatively excited as I am for this content, what really is piquing my interest is, okay, this might not be my content. This might not be the difficulty I want and the ability to play with who I want and to, you know, that kind of thing. It might not be, it might have some issues, but if what they do here is fun and interesting and rewarding and people, you know, give reasonable feedback and they tweak it and grow it and whatever, who's to say that we aren't going to have, you know, 18 different deep dungeons and, you know, this one gives you a glowy weapon and this one gives you, you know, earrings. 18 different places to tell deeper lore stories Mm -hmm. that they hadn't been able to before. So, you know, there's another perk. Uh, 18 different ways to level up those alts and maybe we can avoid a jump potion. Oh my God. You said the jump I said the word. jump potion word. I God. apologize. It had to come up. It jumped up. I gotta go do some shots now. But um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's around it's, the it's, sorrow. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, I just I hope that but then again, my next hope is that they fix the diadem, right? Yeah. If they make this fun and interesting, I feel like they could take the diadem and make it fun and interesting too. Because right now I actually like it for gathering. We've we've talked about that when we've been gathering in there before, yeah. You know, but uh, and if they, you know, they've talked about some adjustments. Yeah, they're talking things. about for three point four. Really hoping to get this diadem fix in where there's a, a a new area or something else with a gatherer roulette, not a roulette, but you know, like you can you can queue up, queue up as, as a gatherer. Uh, so that that would be really sweet if you could do that because honestly, that's kind of. All you get out of the diadem now. Well, here's what I'm really hoping with the diadem. I'm hoping the fact that they're not really trying to fix it right now to our eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So I hope that means they have taken our feedback and they are redoing it. I, I really hope that what the no action means they are thinking hard about it. I personally it. wouldn't mind if they just made the diadem as the one that exists now into just a pure gatherer zone. Just make it like a wild gatherer camp with wild monsters out there. Because <laughs> I think that's kind of the fun part about gathering out there is that they're true sight, true sound. You, mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. If they see you, you're fucked. So start over and go <laughs> back to the camp that you were at and go back to, to digging or whatever. I think that part's fun. It gives a little... You know, like, ooh. And the fishing's nice. The fishing's nice. Yeah, the fishing's nice. It's, well, it's a beautiful zone, and I just feel like it's super underutilized. Right? I right. just... Uh, well, and, and we digress. We have we have talked about the diadem. Jesus, go oh, back fun. to, like, 20 episodes <laughs> back, and you can hear us bitch about the diadem for, like, five or six episodes straight. So, oh, done with that shit. Done with that shit. Fix it. Fix it, Fix Yoshida. It. 
Uh, but I am super hyped about the Deep Dungeon, and I, I cannot wait till you guys all get off work that day and come play with me. <laughs> exactly. So hype train go, and um, we'll have a great episode for you if this thing crashes and burns. We'll call it the Deep Rant. The Deep Rant. <laughs> no, I, I, have, uh, I have high hopes for this content. I really do. Even more so than I did the Diadem. Like, I liked it, but I mm-hmm. felt like we were speculating more about the Diadem. Like, oh, I hope this is like Dynamis, or I hope that this well, is... we didn't even see anything, I hope this is right? Sky. Yeah, we didn't get any of that stuff. So we were all like, yeah, if these objectives and this, and we spent more time speculating than actually going over the actual nuances of the diadem when it finally came out and the first two weeks passed we're like shit it's just dinosaur killing 24 7 there's no variation to it but they really came out with a lot of info up front and the, and how this could be used how this can be uh, beneficial for other types of content but it still gives us room to speculate on things like maybe this is a test server or maybe we'll get this special ability on a weapon if we get it all the way here or what'll happen when we get to floor 200 so there's enough that we've got a good working framework we know what to expect but they give us enough room to let us speculate and imagine what could be out there very good yep all right, we have another uh, news item announcing the Heavensward Primal Haiku Contest winners. Oh. Uh, so this 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 uh, notice comes with its own haiku. Judgment has occurred. Wonderful entries were many. Time to announce winners. So they had over five hundred entries, oh and I, I I forgot to enter. Me too. It was like it was like the day I was like I like opened up Notepad and I'm like, all right, I'm writing a haiku. Oh, let me go over to the forums and oh fuck. It already closed, so <laughs> I don't think they pick I... me anymore for anything. I'm on a list. Well, I think I'm on, my name is on like You're Devin's on desk or something, and it's like, uh, do not yes. pick this guy for winning anything. <laughs> I'm looking through this well, list. I'm trying to see if I recognize anybody, but I don't. Me. Well, there's three grand prize winners. The first one is oh, the primal they used was oh, it's Esmeralda. I can't say that. Diamandis. Diamandis. The, the haiku is okay it's about king thoradin and the haiku is one god king 12 knights bring forth the ultimate end thoradin's reign begins mm-hmm. all right that's cute uh, alexander the haiku is whiz bang valves his crack our work undone time go back re- recommence attack oh. <laughs> okay that was cute and that was by mizuiti zuramend and the third grand prize winner from Lisi Lumia, the Primal's Ravana. And the haiku goes, Swords of Arching Might, Butterflies Rise... Sorry, cat distraction. Swords of Arching Might, Butterflies Rise, Red Moonlight, Honor Bound to Fight. Ooh. Cool. That is a- well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on your wins, because yay. Um, There's a bunch of runners-up. They took 50 runners-up. I don't know. I don't know any of these people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations, oh. all you 50 and you top three. Good stuff. I really like these top three. These are these are really mm-hmm. good. I was trying to think of one on the spot for Bismarck, like forgotten primal, die a million deaths, nobody remembers you, some shit like that. <laughs> Poor Bismarck. A single, a single tear care. for you as I step on your back <laughs> on the way to Ravana. <laughs> oh, we yeah, we've, we've uh, ranted about that, too. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, also, the feast season one is ending soon. Ah. 
few PvP players. Uh, let's see. They say competition has been fierce, but season one. It, ooh, the rankings page is unavailable after Tuesday, July 12th, and the final results will be announced on Tuesday, July 19th. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Ends cool. with patch 3.35. I'm looking at the solo rankings. We've got an Excalibur person at number one, Curdy Ballister. So that's cool. I don't know the guy, but, you know, great that he's uh, representing Excalibur. You know, last time we looked at these rankings, Excalibur was, oh, like, not yeah. up there. And I uh, was feeling pretty oh. pretty low about that one. But it looks like he's got the, oh, he's got a diamond ranking. Ooh, son. That's awesome. Already Moonlight's on there. I think I've seen that person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. another Excalibur. Um, yeah. Very cool. There's a few more if you, as you scroll down, yeah. number 20. Uh, and then uh, let's see, party rankings. I was looking at that too, but not so much Excalibur on the party. We, you know, we we fly solo. <laughs> no, no. I yeah, I don't, I don't do PvP. I tried to. I think the one time I tried to go into PvP when they added the le- the last mode or the mode before that, I got yelled at. So I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, they- and and then it wouldn't pop because I want that. Minion. Yeah, that's a pain, too, because you try to get into this stuff, and it just takes forever to get into it. Uh, one that jumped out to me on the party uh, the party one, uh, rank 11, Weeaboo Slayer. Uh, way to go, <laughs> Weeaboo Slayer. Weeaboo Slayer, that's, all uh, right. That's an interesting one. Somebody asked me what a Weeaboo... Oh, my gosh, Yelta, Yelta. I was on... Uh, I was on the other day. I tweeted this out. I'm glad I thought about this. So I tweeted this out the other day. If you... Guys, do not follow me on Twitter. It's a blast. You should follow me. <laughs> but I tweeted out something. I, I was in Stone Sky Sea, and somebody put in the um, novice channel, and I kid you not, I don't have the guy's name. I won't blow him up, but he put, what does waifu mean? I've been hearing it a lot lately. A lot lately. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. Uh, oh I even got a tweet. God. I got a tweet back from um, Bayota, and he goes, "It's time they learn." <laughs> so that's what the novice chat is all about. It's teaching. It's, it's teaching these these noobs what waifu means. Welcome to a Japanese MMO. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So I, I have to be careful sometimes at work because I'll have my my. I use uh, what do I use? Tweet deck. Right, so it launches Twitter in a bit nice, a nice thing, and it opens up the images on my browser. And occasionally, there'll be like some really disturbing guy in a thong. Mm. I just, I just, it's scary. I don't know how to, you know, mark your posts or hide them behind something. Oh, was that oh me tweeting out the guys with thongs? Is that what you're? Uh, no, that wasn't you. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, I have had to unfollow people when like. All this because the uh, video is now also autoplay. Mm. There was a particular dirty one that just came up and was hanging out on my screen. I look over and I'm like, "Shit!" Is oh it is God. it the one with the alien with the thing that goes all the way up the staircase? I don't know. No, Not I don't that know one. that one. Know this that. one okay. was this is this one's when your brother brings you a juice box. Oh, do you know that one? Um, it's been I'll, a while. I'll, I'll send it. Yeah, to just. Me. <laughs> link me that I'll, I'll look at it at What's, work tomorrow well and that one made me laugh because it's really actually it's dirty but it's hilarious <laughs> so all right all right enough of my dirty timeline <laughs> what's on tap developers blog and tracker we have uh two 
that are summer school class of XIV 1 and 2. I think we covered the first one already. Yeah, yeah, it was when they were... They went to Mexico. Mexico, yeah, and they, they to that um that event. Okay, the, the little tent yard cracks me up. You can purchase a space that's a tent and an air-conditioned room, okay. and you get to own the tent on your way home. I don't know why that made that's me laugh. That's interesting. What do you get to? You get to just sleep there that yep. night or yep. whatever. Oh, wow. yep. But uh, the the second one I don't think we covered, and that is about uh, Yoshi P doing the keynote yes. on Saturday, July second. So he's got a big ass stage, and he covered. Uh, I don't remember what he covered. I forget what the topic <laughs> was that he covered. I think it was like uh, innovation or something. I don't know. He's a boss. He got a lot of press, a lot of stuff. But he looks so tired in these pictures, Yelta. I was like looking at him in like these lower pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he just looks exhausted. But, you know, he's putting on a brave face. There's just one he looks... He's smiling. His face looks just like swollen. The one above it, he's standing with this girl with uh, Heaven's Word background. And he just like... He looks like he's just staring off into space. I know he's there because he gave a great yeah. keynote speech, but man, this guy tirelessly is just out and about, interview after interview after interview. He's a beast. Oh, yeah, and there was a lot of interviews that I think that came out of this. I think most of the stuff we've already covered, but um, yeah, he's he's working hard. Oh, he threw the mic out in the audience. I remember reading about that one. <laughs> oh, was, to answer questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. real hesitant, but I think they only took like three questions, and then they, they kind of timed out. But uh, it looks like it was a well-put-on event. Yeah, I wonder what it's like to go to Mexico for these things. You know, like, I'm, I'm sure he's so used to going to places in Japan and then these hot spots in Europe and then L.A., of course, and maybe Boston mm -hmm. and Seattle – uh, but, like, I wonder what it's like to go to these places that aren't really, you know, like Mexico City and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I wonder what that's like for him or if it's the same everywhere. We're all just a bunch of foreigners uh -huh. to him. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, a bunch of gaijin. Um, the, the, he also signed this Bomberman 64, which he was, like, he worked on Bomberman 64. Oh, see, so I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. That's Is one that of the, what the, deal the was? earlier titles oh. that, that he had worked on. I remember playing Bomberman 64. It's a hell of a game. It's a real, I think I actually have the soundtrack because it's a good soundtrack, too. So. <laughs> Imagine for what that. It's worth. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Oh, speaking about soundtracks and lyrics, uh, we have a dev blog post. Yes. yes. Uh, so, you know, Sephiroth at this point is an old fight. Sephiroth. But, but it just makes me, I just love yelling, say my name. So, um. Dude. Like, I've been talking <laughs> podcast after podcast. I'm like, uh, one day I want to cover these lyrics. I want to talk about these lyrics. But then we never had the, the actual lyrics come Special out. Actual lyrics. So yeah. we actually have well, the lyrics come out. And I urge everybody to go to the blog and read it. Because I really think, like, it it means a lot from a couple different perspectives. Like, if you understand, like, Judeo-Christianity and you look for symbolism, because you have to really look for symbolism to, to make it work, you can find a ton of symbolism. I feel like you can find a lot of symbolism that pertains to suicide in this. Uh, your world is rusted like a dirty razor. The edge is calling tonight. I mean, that's just screaming like, cut your wrists. Maybe it doesn't. Sounds like a well. On the first read, though, it really sounds like a super emo thirteen-year-old boy. It really does. Right. The first few but then you, but you read it a few more times and you think about it, and you're like, 
okay, what does it represent? And, you know, that kind of thing. I think yeah. I interpret it as somebody who is on the edge of death. They have no no way out. And here's the fiend calling your name. There's one more direction. Reach to me. Now, I don't know if reaching to him reaches you out of death but makes you the undead or if it's the, if it's death actually calling you and that's the toll. But, but when you read through the end of it, you can start to pick up. And, of course, this fight, too, is a very Judeo-Christian or Ju- it's got a lot of um, – uh, uh, Judaism um, stuff from uh, yeah. the, like the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah. Right? you got yeah. it and a lot of the movements the, the boss moves and stuff uh, Separat, are, yeah. Um, yeah. his name itself the attacks the moves but you also have a lot of stuff like uh, Paradise the, where the serpent lies I love that line where it says like you are the night at the end of the tunnel the empty void where the serpent lies now Judeo-Christian lyrics. Maybe the serpent's lying there at the end of the tunnel. He's a serpent. He's on the floor. Or maybe it's the serpent that comes down from the tree that's lying to you about what mm-hmm. God says or the angels say. The angels graze in the middle. Try, of trying, to, trying to seduce Trying to them. seduce Maybe eat an apple. Eat the yeah. apple. Turn away. My, you'll, we'll pay your debt instead. You know, because the, there's a Judeo-Christian with debts being paid and sin and things like that. So you, if you really read the lyrics, you can pull a lot of cool stuff. And I love that the lyrics are in English, that it translates well because there's a a lot of just meat. I just love anything that makes you think like a double entendre or like it's got a double meaning. And English is such a good language for, you know, there, there, and there, and all these words that have three different meanings, but they're said the same way. And lie and lie can mean things. And the, the symbolism, what always, what is gold always glitters, but it comes with an unpayable price. Just, mm, I love these lyrics. Go read them, listeners. Go read them. Love them. That's one of the fights I had to turn the music background music way, way down because I was I was trying to listen to the music when I was supposed to be, you know, dodging mechanics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I catch myself kind of humming along to uh, Nidhogg EX because I'm so familiar with Dragon Song and I'm like mm. kind of singing that first part and then when it gets to the next part, I'm like humming the dun, 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 dun. and it's like I'm humming these stuff and I get really into the music, but you're right. If you try to like pay attention to the lyrics and really sing along with it, it might screw you up in Sephiroth. You kind of have to, <laughs> kind of have to not pay attention or try to sing along. You, you, you miss someone yelling at you to stack. Sweet dreams, baby, sleep tight. <laughs> Oh, and then there's the uh, same stuff as is posted on the forum, but then there's a little bit of a lore book update, right? Right. So they they, they we've been promised that even if he never sleeps again, we are getting a lore book, right? Indeed. Sh- yes. A shout out to Gamer Escape who covered the interview that we covered that talked about the lore book. So awesome, and I'm I'm excited for this. You know, Cinnabot the um. The WoW lore book, <clears throat> excuse me, I said the evil word, WoW, <laughs> but, and, and she loves it, and WoW's had a real big resurgence with its movie coming out, and a lot of lore stuff, I feel like I'm hearing a lot more about WoW lately, or at least when the movie came out, so I think it's time for this lore book to hit the shelves, we'll probably, let's see, all this needs to be done by the end of July, Ooh. Uh, then we'll use part of August to do final layout. Make sure those books are done in time for the Las Vegas Fan Fest. Festival. Woo! Um, we'll be we've there. Been pro- which we've been promised that the uh, sw- that the uh, store will be better than one machine that can take one credit card mm-hmm. at a time. Right? Oh, we've I love promised- standing in line for two hours. 
<laughs> We've been promised that that should be better. Oh, I, I was like not going to do that. And then by the time I did it, like some of the stuff I wanted was sold out. Mm. So, <gasps> so I'm super hype about this. I have all the other books they've ever released and not just because they have minion codes. Right. I love like, Oh, I got the, the what's the best, the Ishgard book. Mm-hmm. And Oh, I've just got, I've got, you know, different. I'm going to say it again music. to lock it in Yelta. The mm-hmm. minion that comes with this is Strago from final fantasy six, because his ability is lore. Go look it yes. up. Yes. That's my, that, I'm locking that in. That's me. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, the next developer tracker, uh, it has, this is very near and dear to our heart. We have a large ass mansion and we have three garden plots. Mm-hmm. So gardening topsoil needs better yield. So currently you can only get one grade three topsoil every hour. Getting grade two and one is very slow also. Waste. And it's just, it's a busy guys. Ridiculously slow. It, we have bitched yeah. about this before. It is, how can it be more difficult to get grade one and two topsoil than it is to get grade three topsoil? It makes no sense. Well, grade three, at least, you know, every hour I can get one for sure. Right. Grade one, they need to make all of this easier. Yeah, I'm not even sure if people know, like, I know because I gather a lot and you know, and I'm sure most gatherers know this, but let's say you're getting new into it. Did you know if you go between the nodes and you don't actually have to hit anything, you just touch the node and look and then go to the next node and look. And then go to the next node and look. By the time you get around, if it's four nodes or six, no, six nodes, depending if you're in two point like, or three point like two or three, yeah. You yeah. reset the nodes by doing that. For example, let's say I'm looking for a dragon skin map, and I go out to Sea of Clouds, and I'm doing the birch trees. Okay, there's six of them, six to eight. All I got to do is keep touching the trees in a circle, and eventually a map will spawn. And let's say it's a wyvern skin. Well, you know what? You don't have to get it. Go to the next tree and then go around in a circle. By the time you come back to that tree, it'll be a different pop. It'll be a different yield. The same goes for all those hidden nodes. If you're looking for hidden items, hidden maps, hidden ore, hidden botany nodes, and yes, hidden soil and seeds, you can circle around and come back to it. And I don't think a lot of people, maybe a lot of people do. Maybe they don't. And so you're like, you're harvesting. The you don't talk month. about Fight Club. That's oh, I just ruined it. Fuck, I'm kicked out of gardening club so i just think i just think people are if you're doing grade two and you don't know this and you go out to get grade two thanalin topsoil which is by the silver bazaar tell you exactly where it's at and so if you're going in a circle out front of the silver bazaar and you're doing that outside the gate of the sultana and thanalin you if you're going and actually getting the water crystals or whatever that pops at those what a waste of time just touch Mm -hmm. the nodes and go in a circle but that being said as you're touching the nodes in the circle, which the grade three pops out there, you almost have a better chance of every hour getting that grade three than every hour getting ten of the fucking grade two top soil. Oh, I've never got I've never gotten ten in an hour. It's bullshit. I, yeah, it's bullshit. And and what are we growing with this anyway? It's not Who's like we're using growing grade and- twos. Who's using grade ones? It's not worth it. Well, it's not like we're growing endgame gear from the gardens anyway. I am. Yeah, right? I got little glowy weapons <laughs> and I've got uh og EX clears coming from the ground. That's right. Yeah, you could Yeah, it it's it's ridiculous. And and they have actually said 
Oh, I closed the thing. Uh, they said, thanks for the feedback. They're aware of this and are considering increasing the amount of soil that can be yielded. And they're hoping in 3.4. Okay. Thank you, God. Cause it, Thank you, Base Yoshida. It got to the point... It got to the point where, like, I, I'd be, like, offering to go gather soil, and then somebody would just go buy oh, some. Oh, but you know what everybody like, does? They level up a retainer as a miner or several retainers as miners up there so they can actually get the soil and not waste their time. Now, in the, how um, grand is that? That i got to level up several retainers because it's such a bullshit thing that I need him to go get soil for me. I didn't even know I could get soil on my retainer i guess i should probably be sending them both out i've had level 60 retainers since like a week well yeah that. and that's what i'm doing like i'm trying to get multiple hunters and then you know a, a gardener and uh the botany one though is not as good as the minor one the minor one's way better to me than a than a botany one although i'm sure well, the fishing one's the one that brings back the rarest minions that's true yeah so i have one of those hmm. all right so yes Please do it. Uh, the next one is party bonus, D-O-H and D-O-L. I am in love with this idea. I'm just going to read it. So with the new mentoring system out for people who have mastered crafting and gathering and the rise in diadem gathering parties, anyone think we should have a small bonus as a light or full party of crafters or gatherers with their own par party bonus? It could help to mentor someone with a small boost to GP or CP or control perception. Nothing major, but would encourage people to party up for things like airship building, free company events, or tutoring, mentoring new players coming into the world of crafting and gathering. What do you guys think? And he gives an example. It would be like a miner giving a small percent in perception while fishers give a small increase in GP. That doesn't make any point. Don't use GP for fishers, uh, etc. On the crafters, and maybe two or so could give a small increase in control or craftsmanship's you know, just like a fuller light party bonus. And uh, we did get a community rep response and they're like, thanks for, oh, I didn't like this one. Uh, thanks for the wonderful idea. This would definitely enhance the experience, make crafting even more enjoyable. While we can't make any promises that a feature like this can be implemented, we have shared the suggestion with the dev team member in charge. I, we have talked many times, you and this I. This came so up when they uh, did that round table taking questions from the audience and everybody rolled their eyes because they wanted like gatherers to have a bonus when they went out in the field. And it's just, they, they kind of laughed it off the stage, I think. Didn't Yoshida like laugh at this one? I think so. And I think I remember being very sad. Yeah. Now, the, I feel that there's a time and the place for this, and that would be called Diadem 2.0 or whatever they come up mm -hmm. with the Diadem. Oh, yeah, like if it only happened there? I think yeah. if it okay. only happened in the Diadem because you have a gathering-only party and because there's only so many items that are there, then, yeah, I, I don't mind getting a bonus to control or a bonus to some of the perception or whatever it is up there. I don't see it so much for the crafting because the issue is the balancing. And this is the type right. of content that I get scared, like... And you can read the fear when you read this post from other people that w if it's that extra 10 control or extra 10 CP or, or extra 10 craftsmanship, it may be that you have to get in a party to craft certain things or to do that. And I don't want to I don't want to see that happen. However, for gathering, I don't see that so much of a bad idea, especially if you limit it to certain zones or, and you limit it to, like, say, the Diadem, which you're already talking about doing gathering-only content. It kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with that. Well, and the Diadem would be a perfect place to try rolling it out. Fever time. Remember, we were supposed to have fever oh, time coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's awesome. I, I think they should do that, or at least, at least you know, give it a, give it a little bit of a try, maybe. 
it doesn't have to be much either, right? Just something that occasionally maybe people let me gather a couple more high quality or a plus plus one or something you get one more hit when you do the node or something like that i don't know yeah all right there's been a request to add a face slot so of course we have a helmet and then we have a body and some of our helmets go over our faces glasses and whatnot but so they're asking for another glamour slot right and uh they say thanks for the feedback regarding face and head glamour customization while we currently have no plans to add an additional slot for glamour we can definitely look into adding more variations on headgear that includes glasses and other facial accessories as a set such as the existing harlequin's cap or charlene perceptor's hat so uh they say please let us know your suggestions on what kind of combinations you'd like to see and we'll be sure to pass that along to the dev team uh this game does kind of drop the ball compared to some other games with what's, you know, they even took stuff away since 1.0, right? We used to have a belt slot. I remember having a large discussion this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago about how I miss belts. We had that really nice belt that um, I think you can still see it on uh, Orianger with the key. Mm-hmm. It has that, that really cool belt that's got a key hanging off of it. I always wanted that one. yeah. All right. Uh, also, they've discussed the large garden pond. It takes a shit ton of materials to create, and that seems a little bit much. And uh, they've said that they will make that adjustment, but not not in 3.35. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Yes. They're gonna... yes. <laughs> wait. Yes, they've had time to make the adjustment. And so in 3.35, they're going to uh, make it so it takes a little bit less to oh. make... That you trolled me. Pond. This was you. I, you did like the disco <laughs> lights. You were like, nope. nope. Um, I like this, and it's not so much. It is a lot of. It's a lot of uh, items, but it's more so that every item that are the stones actually takes up an inventory slot. You can't stack them, mm. so you've got twenty-seven inventory slots that are being used for one item. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and. It don't really look good with just one. You kind of need like four of them to make a moat, you know? And so, (laughs) and we want to do that, but we're waiting until 3.35 before we change our front yard. And I think we might be adding a moat after that. I don't know. I I think we might need to take a Well, I think we need to maybe take a whole look. I love what we've done with the house, but it's time for a little fresh coat of paint or something, right? Yeah. 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 Our, our yard, though, because really, you don't spend a ton of time in the house, I feel like. We spend a lot of time hopping around our front yard in between while queuing up, right? Checking the mailbox, running down to the summoning bell, the market board. And, uh, uh, I, Ruby, I think it might be time. We might we might go ahead and retire the carbuncle bench. Oh, I, that I 600K carbuncle bench that we plopped down the yard before checking yeah. the price? Yeah. 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 Is it still six hundred k? No, I think it's six. Is it six k now? It's probably is it six gill. Six gill. Yeah, it's it's a. Yeah, that was a, a lesson learned. Eh. I wonder how this looks. Slap it down. I don't like it. I'll sell it. Oh wait, you put it on the ground for half a second. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I agree. It's time to make some changes to the art. We got to get a fresher look, do some stuff with it. You didn't, did you notice that I, I changed that left room? Like right when you come into the left, I moved the fireplace in to make that room a little smaller. 
but it's putting more. No, it's got more, I haven't noticed. It's got more noticed. wall space though, so we're gonna have to put some pictures or something else up there because it's like I pulled the fireplace in. But you know what, Yeltsin? I think it's time to lose that piano too. It's, I see. I miss the little sitting area where that piano is. Uh-huh. I like a piano, but I think maybe we could put the piano in the basement. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe maybe put up like some seating, like we're in the basement, like we're watching a piano recital or something. But I like I like more seating. Well, and I have one other idea, but I got to wait for the apartments to come out because I'm going to buy an apartment, but then I'm going to convert my room into a spooky room. So, I, you know, downstairs I have yeah, yeah. a floating turkey Wait. over Al Shafat's grave. So I just don't know about you, man. I have because issues. I have serious issues. I walked issues. in that day and you guys are like, you're like laying in the coffin and everybody's in the basement and there's a turkey on the... I, yeah, I, I gave don't. my soul up that day and, and in that, the void entered me and out came a floating <laughs> turkey. And now the, tur- the turkey floats <laughs> above the grave. Uh, the void art gravestone or gra- uh, coffin I've so, got. So, d- so Deep Dungeon 4.0, deep dun- Ruby Gun's Grave. I am Ruby actually Gun's the grave. boss of the Deep Dungeon in 4.0. Me and Etta, get it on in 4.0. Please look <laughs> oh forward God. to it. Oh Cinna's going to kill me. I'm cheating on her with Etta. You know she's and a snake she's- in the grass. I think she got with that void dude at the end. I think that's all that's there's about like some, So like she, she decided she didn't need her well, she got her snake man anymore. i'm sure he and had all the tentacles that she could ever want so all the tentacles she could ever want that might be the new podcast that might be this episode's all name all the tentacles is another tentacle oh my god okay uh, on to, uh, uh, any house item i place in my house can i remove and store right okay so this may be not the most grammatically correct question but it's a great question, right? So right now there are a lot of limitations on what you can even pick up and put back in your inventory. Sometimes things get destroyed. It's really harsh if you like, like want to move something to another house, right? Mm-hmm. So now we have some people who have free company houses and personal housing, and eventually they're going to put the uh, we're going to have apartments, and hopefully after that, yeah, because I want to move my stuff to my apartment. Yeah. So there is some rules about. What some limitations on removal and storage of furnishings, and they said that in regards to this suggestion, which was um, the suggestion was some of these really hard to get things get destroyed, right? So a lot of the like the coolest stuff gets destroyed when you pick it up. Well, and the one that bothers me the most personally, and this is my rant, is every time I want to change the fucking wallpaper or maybe try a new light, the old one's destroyed, right? If I want to try a new fence out in the yard destroyed if i try new uh skin on the house destroyed and it's like fucking make it binding fine whatever i'll put it in the free company chest but destroyed seriously just because i wanted to see what a new light would look like in the bedroom yeah some of those anyway. are like you know mog chandeliers and things like that like they're not just cheapo shit that you just want to break no and i i don't mind there being expensive items in the game uh, you know but they should i could destroy just because i want to Let's say it's Christmas time and I want to put a new chandelier in. Too bad. That last expensive one's gone. But anyway, uh, in regards to the suggestion, we're planning on planning to make some alterations on the future in the future so that rare furnishings, which are difficult to obtain, such as those with the materials from trials and raids, are no longer lost upon removal. We're aiming to implement this a little bit bef- 
a little bit after patch 3.35 and are currently reviewing which furnitures to do it for. Mind you, the next post, all furnishings would be nice. We work hard for some of that stuff, you know. And I'm like, yes, yes, we do. Oh, my God. So, you have any comments on that? Nope. I don't care. Don't care. No, I do care because I want to move my furniture when I get my, my Section 8 apartment. And I want to be able to move my stuff without a break. I don't think anything I've got in my room, though, will break. But at the same time, this is dumb. Like, I mean, if you're going to buy stuff, like when there's stuff in the auction, not auction house, but mm-hmm. uh, your favorite Market place. Yeah, yeah. The cash shop. That cash you could shop. buy. <laughs> Fuck. Or, or a code you get with, like, a chocobo. Yeah. Right? Oh, let's let it break. Mm. Mm. Bad all right, form, all right. Yoshida. Bad Bad form. form. All right, then. Last call. We have a shout-out. We're going to say hi-hi. Uh, hi. You know, we talked about um, new community reps recently because we, we had a new one, but we have another new one that we didn't cover, and she actually was doing a lot of these little uh, developers tracker that we covered, and that is Lux Ferris uh or Ockmorn. I think didn't she go by Ockmorn on the on Twitter? I need to go back and check that. But um that is and I think I believe it is Shannon Matthews. And um she's the new community community rep. She's actually kind of like the Twitter and social networking because she's very much into the social networking like she replies to my tweets and yours yelta and like she covers a lot of the podcasters and the the people who are making um you know just making stuff out there they're 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 doing stuff in the community and she's touching base with all of them i know she's talked to several of the other podcasts that are out there and um yeah i'm looking forward to uh to seeing more from Miss Matthews here and hearing more from the community team. So, yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Lux Ferris because she's doing a great job out there. And, yeah, let me see. Ockmorn. I believe she is Ockmorn. Yeah, on Twitter, Ockmorn. Does that mean Ockmorn? she plays Summoner? Maybe. I would think. Maybe. How do you spell Ockmorn? Uh, yeah. It is... A-K-H-M-O-U-R-N-E. Oh, I think she does a funny spelling for the more. Oh, yeah. I already follow yeah, her. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. So she's the... Uh... Oh, I, I didn't put her on the right list yet, though. Oh, yeah. So that's Lux. Glad to have you, Lux. Yay. All right. Ruby, I think that's it. Man, I'm just ready and waiting for this deep dungeon. I need it. <laughs> I need this deep, deep dungeon. deep hype in my life (laughs) all right then it's closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website gtffxiv.com while you're there leave us a comment leave us a comment holy god leave us a comment we didn't have any comments (laughs) from last week come leave us a come tell us how wrong we are about our opinions argue, argue with us argue with us tell us how crappy we are of a podcast and you just <laughs> wish we would be blotted off the face of the yard leave us something leave us a comment all right you can find us on twitter at gtffxiv you can go ahead and be mean to us there too that'd yeah. be fun whip us yeah more please email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com can i have some more Thank you, sir. And please rate us. Uh, personal plugs. Ruby, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Rubiconvale. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-B-A-L-E. 
And you can find me, Yalta, on Twitter as well at Yalta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. Thanks for listening as always, guys, and talk to you next week. We'll see you in Deep Dungeon. Deep. 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 So deep. (laughs) Bye.